0: Oh, hi, Ty.
1: What what, are you doing?
0: Paying bills. (laughs) Dang taxes.
1: Oh, man. Um, You can just add me to that list. Speaking of,
0: we're talking about taxes in an upcoming episode with Frank, like we did last year. About taxes and sports cards and all that good stuff. So look for that on Bench Clear Media.
1: Hmm. We're actually recording February that this week, right after this episode. So yeah, yeah, Frank. We're doing it earlier this year. We did it late. What we do in
0: February. Yeah, but you want to you want to make sure you're preparing between because after the end of the year, <laughs> it's too late then to. Use expenses and you know buy some things that you might want to buy as as write offs, offset and things like that. So this will give people a little bit of a runway to get that done, hopefully. So, yeah. How was your weekend?
1: It was good, man. It's good. I got. I think you probably saw that video. I got bought a collection from a guy. Had an interesting experience with that. Actually got my truck stuck on a cliff and to get a skid steer out there in the rain in the middle of the night on the side of a mountain to get it out. It was it was a whole adventure. But uh got a few nice pool holes in the deal. Made it fun.
0: You got some really nice pool holes in it. Mean, all the cards you got were fantastic. I loved all of them. The lighting was weird on your on the video. Like it was r- super bright and yeah. so it washed out some things, but the cards looked great. Loved it.
1: Mm. Unknown caller. thank you. Awesome. Yeah, unknown
0: caller is calling you.
1: Unknown caller? Does it? You show that?
0: No, that was your phone. Was just ringing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Catch that.
0: It said unknown caller just now. What? (laughs) All right, everybody down below. If you heard unknown caller, put it down below. Along with some other things that we talk about later, you can you can comment you, on our comments.
1: That's crazy. I don't know how that happened, but that that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so a, a great experience there. Got the pools. Has got some other stuff. We'll see. I, I paid quite a bit for it. Just in up. It was. I think it was a good price. But some of that stuff, like you have to re-slab it, and you got to hope that some of those sets have the cards in them. I haven't taken the time to go through some of those, so. It was a great experience though so getting your st- so my truck was basically it, the drop was like eight feet and I thought for sure my truck was gonna flip and I was in it when it happened and it was just the guy was so apologetic he was awesome and I had no phone reception so we had to like get the community involved to help get my truck out because we couldn't get anybody else to help and my son was there and my son was just like dad, I'm just glad you didn't die because <laughs> it looked like you're <laughs> falling off the mountain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh may would have loved that i was buying sports cards and lost my house know, like uh, that would not be good
1: no that would not, not have been be a good, good ending you know no. and i tried to get some video footage but it was just so dark that i couldn't get anything except for like the headlights <laughs> interesting well, anyway what about your weekend i know you have some big decisions kind of on the horizon right now what uh what can you tell me what can you share
0: um my weekend was good. I didn't buy any sports cards, which is a decision that, you know, I've in the past I've done like no card November, and I've, you know, everybody I think takes some some breaks every once in a while. But I'm going to be taking a, the longest break that I've been that I've taken in a decade at least, and it's because Julie and I, my wife, is named Julie making some decision, personal decisions about her wanting to quit work next May. And she'll only be 52, so it's not like she's retirement age, but working in public education is really just taking its toll on her. And I want her to take a break. And in order to do that, to lose one of your incomes with two kids in college, I have two mortgages. I have, you know, so there's a lot of money going out the door. and yep. Again, no matter how many zeros are on in your bank account or how many, how much money you make, you, you have to be conscious of where you're spending it. And so as Julie's making, if we, as we make this decision about Julie's future work prospects, which might be zero, which again is fine. It's a decision we're making together. We're talking through it. And I've committed to not buy cards for six months and to take that money and plow down some debt, like pay this house off, pay off a truck, those types of things, which is not small dollars, you know? And it's so weird how, how much of this to go into because people will sound like I'm whining. I'm not, it's not a, I'm not complaining about it. I'm making this decision eyes wide open and that's everybody, you know, uh, not everybody. I we just needed to, we need to do this. And so, that's I love uh, it. it's gonna I be love, hard i
1: love the boldness yeah I, I, we've already talked about how hard it's gonna be it's gonna give you a different perspective on collecting and holding and valuing what you have your content on youtube is gonna be different i'm looking forward to what it does to you and i also i think it's a good lesson for anybody right it's like you have to make decisions that are best for your family at the end of the day like cards pale in comparison to what's happening in real life <laughs> you know for sure and so I love how you put that, your family's decisions up on a pedestal.
0: Yeah. Talk and it's me. not, I'm getting out of the hobby. I'm not, people would say, well, just sell a few things and, and pay the debt off and then you can keep buying. Well, it doesn't, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or if some people would do that, that's fine. If they decided to do that, I don't want to do that. If I sold my mantle <laughs> rookie, well then I wouldn't have a mantle rookie anymore. <laughs> like, well, wait a second. You know, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't sound like a great idea to me. And, Again, each person has to make their own personal decisions about these types For of sure. things. Uh, it, it might get to a point where I do want to sell some things, but not anytime soon. I don't want to get out of the hobby. I don't want to stop making yeah. content. I don't want any of that. I just need to put a moratorium on buying cards. And yeah. So I bought my last card. I think it was about a week ago. Got them all in. I've I've now shown on my channel every card that I have. On the, like, I have nothing else in my to look forward to coming in the mail. So uh, I've made some deals prior. Like, I made a deal with you, for example, um, that I'm going to honor because I told you I would do that. And you wouldn't be mad if I reneged on that deal because you could sell the card for three times as much as you sold it to me for. But
1: no, you mean, you mean I'm going to honor the deal, not you're going to honor the deal. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it's sitting right here. I set it aside for you. You're uh, your Ichiro rookie SGC9. It's ready for you. That's Honestly. right. I bought that card from you. Um for 50 yeah. bucks. What a deal, guys. Everybody see that taking care of my guys.
0: But other than you know, and what's funny is, you know, I don't we talk about we've talked about this before about hobby budgets yeah. and how important it is to have a hobby budget. I'm one of those guys that doesn't really have a, I, this is gonna sound very I don't know if the egotistical is the right word but I don't have yeah, really have, have money. I, I just kind of spend, I, I pay all the bills and all the, you know, I don't have credit card debt. I don't, I don't buy cards on debt or anything like that. All the bills get paid extra on the mortgage, all these things. I do all the right things. And then, Oh, by the way, I still have money left over for cards. And I just spend that as I can. Yeah. But that's because Julie's been working and we've had her money, my money to get, you know, two incomes and, that's going to change. And, and it, I don't want to get, well, buy cards until May and then stop. Well, then it really hits you because I I still have all these, I'm trying to use that money to lower my, my, it's all about cash flow, Right. And I want to lower what I have going out so that when she quits, it's just much easier. And who knows what cards will look like for me going forward. If, if I will have to have quote unquote a budget, we'll see. but big decision, and you made it. Sorry. Long long story, but that's that's no. kind of the deal.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll be talking lots about that over the next six months. Now five, five months and three weeks. That's right. <laughs> I keep, I'll be counting the days. Uh, <laughs> uh which is I tried to use that as logic to get get out of this deal, right? Like you can't pay for this, Mike. You you made a deal <laughs> with your wife. <laughs> but it's okay. I think we can that was made pre-hiatus um look a big week in sports a big week in sports in the sense that i felt like football i thought this week in football was the best week so far this season i thought the teams that needed to show up showed up which was really enjoyable um college basketball kicked off last weekend or last week which is i love college basketball yeah and then the 2021 tops all rookie team is released we're gonna talk about that here in a second but what'd you think about football yesterday
0: uh, it was great. Obviously, the Cowboys yep. showed up. All the teams that looked terrible last week looked right. really good this week. Uh, you know, the Packers really manhandled the, the Seahawks. Uh, Kansas City played really well last night. Uh, that was a good game for them. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. Kansas City-Dallas. When is that happening?
1: Yeah, right. Well, to finish off your thought, the, the interesting things about yesterday was that the, the teams that needed to play well not only offensively played well, but like defensively, just shut down teams. Yeah,
0: yeah. The Bills played really, really well.
1: Yeah, the Patriots kind of the look country. really good. Yep. Uh, I cannot wait for the the Cowboys Chiefs because it's gonna it's gonna shut you up a little bit about this whole hype train that you're on. Um, what are we betting? Straight up.
0: Straight up, no points because I think the line we looked today and it's one and a half. Yep. Uh, the the, district, the, yeah, uh, the Chiefs are favored one and a half, but that's pretty much because they're playing at home. Yeah, I think. Uh,
1: I, God, what do you want to bet? I mean, well, I, I was thinking about this. What I have a show, there's a there's a big show in Montana coming up in Kay. April that you'll be out of your six months. What if the loser? has to go to the other person's nearest biggest show in the spring of next year.
0: Pay for and, own, or, and so I got to go to Dallas with you. Fair enough. And, and that's kind of not that bad because I'd love to do that anyway. <laughs> but And you would love to come. I know you want to come to a Dallas show. Have you been to a Dallas show? I can't remember if you came down for a nope. Dallas show or not. No. Because you've been here, but I can't remember if yep. that was just for us to shoot some videos and hang right. out. And all that right. Stuff. Yep. Okay. Yep. But okay, let's do that. And the other person has to buy the other guy, a, let's say, a $50 card or something. Okay. Like nothing huge high end. We can just something that 50 bucks, let's say.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. Straight up. I obviously have the Cowboys. You have the Chiefs. Okay. That's this Sunday. three three 325 kickoff.
1: I like it. Central. we got a crazy storm right here blowing through. Snow. I just saw. Uh, no, it's cold, but I'm just watching things in my yard blow blow away. It's is kind of interesting. If you wow. hear a crash, it's me uh, getting hey, sucked out of the window.
0: Stuff is on the fly with Mike and Ty. See, that <laughs> fits into our show name perfectly. Well,
1: well played. Well played. Um, all right, I'm looking forward to the game now. It's going to be really good because it'll, it'll it'll solidify you coming up to to Montana in April.
0: Which I would love to do anyway, so that sounds great
1: yes are, so are you big are you big ro- rookie cup guy do you collect rookie cup cards at all
0: no but i i like them i mean i think it's a cool idea it's one of those traditions that tops has been doing forever yeah uh, so yeah who's on the rookie cup team this year i haven't even seen it. Um,
1: yeah so i'll show this here in a second but who, who do you think the, the big headliner is do you have, do you have any ideas
0: uh i think a rose arena is probably on it uh because these will be shown on their next – Franco's got to be on it, I would think. Yep, Yeah. So he'll have one of those Jordan Alvarez cards.
1: Right, uh, exactly. Well, Franco will. Yeah, right. right. So, the, I mean, there's there's a list, right? I mean, I, Jonathan India, who's going to probably win rookie of the year, right? He's he's obviously on it. But.
0: Patrick Wisdom, are you serious? <laughs> wow. Yeah, right.
1: I, I looked like at this 30. and I thought, Ooh. I mean – Rosarina has been a rookie for like a decade now, and you got—I don't know—Franco obviously is, a, is the big chase, but nobody else in that list. Maybe India. Nothing gets me excited about grabbing the rookie cup cards, and I'm not a big rookie cup guy anyway. But Franco is going to be the one. I don't—I could care less about getting a third card of a Rosarina. <laughs> right.
0: Look at uh, the relief pitcher Emmanuel Classe. Cleveland Guardians.
1: <laughs> there it is. Now that you see it in writing, no, it's like, oh it. man. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. All right, man. So question for you. I saw on Sports Collectors Daily, I was looking at some news. Another card, I mean, and this is becoming more common. Another card shop got broken into in Vegas this time. I think it was in Henderson. And, you know, obviously everything caught on video and stuff, but like when you, when you put videos together and that's a question for any content creator, do you get concerned about showing cards in your collection? And that, and obviously I show some of mine, I don't have a crazy collection like you do or really anybody for that matter, it's just a mediocre collection, but does it, does it ever concern you with all the kind of theft and violence going around, around sports cars now showing your cards on video
0: long, long ago. When I first started making content, whenever that was six, seven years ago, Julie asked me, Hey, are you concerned about this? And I said, look, if, first of all, if somebody wants it bad enough, they can try. Uh, we have ways of protecting ourselves here in Texas that same, and good I luck with that. Um, good in luck Montana. with that. <laughs> Hope it works out for you. But I, I just I'm not gonna live my life in fear I'm not gonna not do things just because maybe possibly something might bad might happen I think that's a, a bad way to live life I might say that's silly but I don't know how do you feel about it
1: yeah I mean look ultimately like I'm not showing twenty thousand dollar cards and 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 uh, and losing sleep over it you know, I, I protect my cards and we're in an area and state that we're pretty, pretty well protected. <laughs> Let's just say that, but, uh, but yeah, it crosses my mind. Right. I mean, but the ultimately I would like, think, me, it's, it's cardboard, right? I mean, look, it's cardboard,
0: but for you, I mean, even like for me, I don't have young kids in the house, like I, I would be more concerned. I think, I guess I did when I started, my kids were in the house. So
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know. I, it's always in the back of your mind, but I don't spend a lot of time sweating it. Um, yeah, I know who's in control anyway. So yeah, I have my faith in that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd love to know people's comments below, but especially content creators, like what, what do you, what do you think about when you're doing stuff like that? And, um, my 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 collection's so transient i feel like there's a lot of things in and out where it's i never have enough to be really worried <laughs> whereas yours is always like you're just accumulating and the collection's getting bigger that's right. uh, a different story for me but tell us what you think below cuz i i do i do think about it more especially when you see stories like this right it's like a, a card shop's getting robbed right. every week i'm getting sick yeah. of it Uh, I've been having some arguments or not arguments, conversations on Twitter about, about, uh, late nineties, mid to late nineties and early two thousands, uh, inserts, baseball inserts. And now there's a, you know, a lot of YouTube content creators are putting out all this hype videos about those are the cards to collect. Now you need to go chase those. And, and somebody that I follow was like, I don't get this. And my thought there is, I love doing your feedback that created the category. That to me was a defining moment in sports cards. When those new inserts, the, the parallels, the refractors, the they started coming onto the market and they were truly scarce. Like a lot of those are really scarce for sure. What are your thoughts on kind of that segment of the market and the hype kind of going into going and grabbing those graded while you can.
0: And I think that started in basketball though, becoming real, those nineties parallels, thanks to Jordan and all these, you know, uh, they, they were popular at the time, but more for player collector. People didn't just go, I want the Griffey and the Jeter and the, you know, McGuire's and people, whoever was hot at that time, they're beautiful cards. Um, and it was just a com- very competitive market at that time. People, you know, card companies had to be creative and how do I get these people's attention and their dollars at the end of the day? So they were very creative and they came up with these awesome sets that yeah. now everybody's recreating, <laughs> you know, tops is releasing, re-releasing right. finest flashbacks and all these things. Uh, they really made some gorgeous cards in the, in the mid and late nineties. For sure.
1: They really did. And and what, what's cool to me is you see some of those cards now and, and Nolan, like elite code three, right? He'll, he'll grab some of those old late nineties cards. They still got the shine, the refractor shine on them and their slabs like, and they're 25 years old and they're still shiny and beautiful. It's pretty cool. Like that's just that's a different world. And you got vintage. You got kind of the, the mid to late 90s. There, those are two really fun eras. To I'm Uh-oh. i to grab
0: something
1: show Uh oh. I love to know your favorite. I, I'm a sucker for gold label. Like I love gold label. I do too. I love. I love finest. What are you showing here?
0: Like a '93 finest refractor, yeah. I, it's not going to do it justice on this.
1: He has eight the,
0: Yeah, I mean, these might this might be the most beautiful set ever created. This finest refractor set from '93, first year of finest, and these are like there's only
1: 208 or something. I can't remember the 211. Because it was one per box, right? Right. And and those were those were the expensive cars. Those were the cream of the crop in ninety-three. So and I just bought this
0: at the last Dallas show. Not I love Tony Gwynn, but I've never owned a 93 finest refractor. So I just wanted to have one in my collection, to be honest. And why not one of the best hitters of all time? These are just so pretty.
1: They are uh, my one of my holy grail cards is the Griffey from '93, refractor. That's a big boy card. For sure, yeah, it's a big boy. <laughs> That's one of those like I just wish I would stumble across in a collection. That's what I'm hoping. I would uh, love the
0: Nolan Ryan '93 finest refractor. That
1: would. Be, what is the Ryan going for? I don't
0: know.
1: Thousand or two, graded. Probably. I'm going to guess eight, eight hundred to a thousand. But yeah, that. that it's a big boy card, too. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's look at sold. A great already... reason
1: to check out Card Hedge if you haven't checked out Card Hedge. Yes, our sponsor.
0: Uh, no refractors have sold. That's a shame.
1: Because no one's selling them.
0: Oh, yeah, one did. <laughs> the last one sold for four grand. PSA <laughs> 9.
1: There you go. Like, that's a whole new world right there, right? I mean, obviously a star, but maybe in the top ten of that release for players.
0: Yeah, uh, and a pitcher, an eight sold for over two thousand dollars. <laughs> an eight, and I bought I mean, this he, eight for one hundred and fifty bucks. So
1: dang, Tony Gwynn, so undervalued. Ninety four is a good one to chase too. Ninety four has a little bit more on the refractor side, but not many more. So if right. you're looking for some good value, go get the ninety fours. Who was uh who was the rookie ninety four? Was that Manny? Manny Ramirez had his rookie then, right? Was he 94?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he was in 93 SP.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm trying that's to picture right. that car like... <laughs> well, that's, we're... Now right, we're that's being okay. geeky. I know. We're being geeky. Uh but anyway, uh that's that's good feedback. PSA. <sighs> Big news this week. And it's not really news. I don't know if Nat slipped like in the comments. There's been some videos put out in the last few hours from other content creators. Go check out Retro Hoop collectibles. Um, reopening, standard submissions, reopening in two weeks is what he said on a Instagram comment.
0: Actually, the te- what he said was the way the comment read was regular. He didn't say standard. And I am uh, I don't know... I don't know what the difference is. There's probably some nuance there that I'm unaware of, but he—I just want to be clear. He said regular, which right now only expressed is open at one fifty a card. Is regular going to be a hundred dollars a card? Hmm. We don't really know. We'll find out in two weeks, and that was yesterday that that came out. So you're looking at the yeah the end of the month.
1: Yeah, rolling into to Christmas. Interesting. What if you were to advise him on what to do with, and they, they already probably got a plan, obviously. What would you say would be a good strategy for rolling something like that out? Anything that don't, you would change? Don't. Don't.
0: If you think about it from, well, I see both sides of it, okay? I'm a guy that has cards that were submitted last December logged in March and still sitting there waiting to get them back. And you see, so you've still got a massive amount of these cards that were submitted at a bulk price of let's call it $9, right? Probably somewhere in that range. But then they shut down. Now they're reopening, taking new cards. Well, I, I get why they, I, part of me says, finish all of that. Then you should start taking new cards. Yeah. Kind of a normal thing. However, if you're PSA, think about it, you got this backlog that again, you don't get paid right until the card is graded and you're only getting $9 a card at that point. And right now you could start, Hey, let's start taking in some cards. Let's put it at a price level. We're not, we're not going to get totally overwhelmed, but that we can start collecting literally 10 times the money to grade a card that sounds like a much better deal for PSA, you know? Mm. And so I think they got to be really careful here because the optics of it are not good. When the hobby knows what the backlog, that there is still a backlog. Are they not, are they chopping through it? Probably. Um, But at the same time, they're not, they're not done with it. Got all these people with cards that are waiting to be graded, but I, I see both sides of it, I guess. I, I would tell him, hey man, don't do it, but he would listen to me anyway.
1: <laughs> uh I think communication, transparency is everything here. I think the more the better. We talked about this last week. I mean, even just updates on the backlog with specific numbers to be helpful. Uh I, I think they're two to three months away from being clear of the backlog. That's what it looks like to me if you do the math. But I do like the idea of a like what the way hybrid does it where you get a certain amount of submissions per week as a person as a as a as a login maybe you cap it at 25 to 50 per person and and kind of slowly ease back into allowing standard submissions in bulk there needs to be something like that if they're going to charge 100 bucks a card it's probably not going to matter because everyone's not going to go run 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 to psa it's got to be back in you know, the other 50 50 range 30 dollar range i don't know i don't know what that sweet spot is but
0: but if you think about you, you've got cards that you're kind of, oh, SGC, PSA. Now does yeah. that, do you go, okay, I'm going to wait two weeks, see what the price, new price level For is. Sure. Maybe like a hundred percent, right? There's a lot of people probably like you kind of on that. Well, at 150, it's probably not worth it. However, at a hundred, maybe now it gets more enticing. And so of course they'll attract more cards, lowering the price. It's And and opening it'll be a longer, you know, turnover time or whatever. Uh, We'll see what that looks like. Probably three months, four months, which is still forever. Like so much can change. And look, I mean, especially on the basketball side, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. Four months—that season's almost over by then. What's the point? Uh, You get the hot rookie now. Now you can pay up to get it sooner. Obviously. Probably juice it not worth the squeeze on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of knew they were getting close when my last express order came back in eight business days. And I think they're promising three weeks, maybe, maybe it's three to four weeks. I'm not sure what it was when I submitted, but it came back in eight business days. And I'm thinking, okay, their backlog must not be that crazy on the express side, which to me says they're probably get reaching that saturation point where people are just kind of like, I I can't, I've sent all the cards I can in, you know, that justify the 150. I I've, don't have, anymore. I actually,
0: what do you think about this theory that they're segmenting their business? They're going, okay, look, we're going to assign certain number of people towards tackling the backlog. And we're going to assign a certain number, percentage of our staff and people to dealing with new submissions, because those are so much higher revenue uh, submissions. You don't want to just close those off. You're only grading cards at nine dollars a card. Oh, we're getting all these people to grade at nine. That's that's yeah. a lot of overhead you're paying for and not getting the return on it as a business. Um, so you, I can see them really attacking these. Hey, at $150 a card, let's get those done because we could to collect that money faster, yeah. Right? Yeah. Versus the nine-dollar cards, you know, we're not really making a whole lot on those anyway. So we'll, we'll dedicate certain, you know, we'll dedicate some people to that, but it's not a huge priority for us. Honestly, we're going to, we're going to do it when we do it, but these other people that are paying $150 a card, that's good revenue for us. Let's get those banged
1: out. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, they're also thinking, look, we're, <laughs> we sold for what? 800 million. We can't have a three or four month gap of like a, a declining revenue because right. they're going to hit that point where They've cleared the backlog. There's not enough express coming in to raise revenue. And now the, the standard submissions, they don't get charged for four to six months. You can't have that. The board of directors is not going to approve that. Right. So they're, they're planning out to when this backlog catches up. So right.
0: it'll be interesting. We'll see when, how that plays out.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Get ready for, but, but no, go ahead. I was going to say to your point though, like it, it, truly does have me second-guessing a couple submissions that I was just getting ready to send to SGC. Not because I don't believe in SGC, but because if, it's, if it moves the needle 50% closer in price, there's just no reason to send it to SGC versus PSA for semi-modern stuff. Old vintage, okay, you can make the case. But yeah, I, I'm sure I'm one of many right now thinking the same thing. That's right. That's right. Uh, cool, man. What's going on this week? What do we got coming out?
0: Uh, I'm going to do a Golden Age of Cardboard episode. I'm, I'm still ironing out who I want to have on or if I'm going to do a solo episode. Uh, I've got some things. I've got some interesting price things that have happened that I wanted to just talk about, kind of some softening on the vintage side. Uh we're going to do our tax episode with frank so yeah we got the i got those two things rolling and i'm yeah. going to be on personal finance dad live stream tomorrow night apparently so Ooh,
1: very nice a
0: guest appearance and i was on hobby hotline last tuesday oh, so
1: you're just a hot commodity these days
0: no probably not especially <laughs> now that everybody knows i'm not buying cards
1: for six <laughs> except Ugly for the- this chump we don't want this chump anymore
0: Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, that's probably true.
1: (laughs) Well, I got a great interview coming out tomorrow with Ryan from Breakout Cards. Um, Great guy. Great guy. He's been to 47 card shows this year so far, and we talk about his learnings from that and kind of the vibes he's picking up. It was a great conversation, so I'm excited to put that interview out. Another one and a half million card update uh, midweek. Tyson's got an episode coming out this week. Um. Behind the numbers. Yeah. Lots going on. Lots going on.
0: Your bench clear feed will be full this
1: week. That's right. And then next week we're going to try to answer questions from you guys. So questions that you want us to talk about on, on the fly, November 22nd, put them in the comments below. We're going to make it as oriented around questions as we can, because everyone keeps asking, Hey, can we, can we ask some questions? Maybe we'll even have some guest appearances to answer questions with us. Awesome. Yay for us. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike, have a great week. Don't spend too all much money. All <laughs> right. He's gonna to be like boring. Remember. I have to show all my cards that I buy now. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> you buy it, but you're you got great stuff. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I'll live cool, by All right, have a good week. All right. That's bye. right.
1: All right, later.